Hello everyone and welcome to Absolutely Savage. Um, before I kind of get into this episode, actually I've Angela here first, sorry about that, how are you? Hi. Forgot to um. <laughs> you forgot about me. I forgot she was in the room with me. Um, so I just kind of wanted to highlight first what happened in Tullamore. Um, what we're hearing about this girl who was killed while she was out jogging and I suppose really all I kind of want to do is talk a bit about I suppose kind of the issues that women are facing while they're out not feeling safe I'm probably articulating this all wrong <laughs> I apologise I can't really talk about um, I'm going to let Angela talk about that obviously but give her like side of that but I can't really talk about how women feel when they're out I can only see what I can see or else talk to somebody about it but I can definitely understand the issues in male culture and what lads are doing wrong and I understand this thing of like you know not on men of course not look I would never attack somebody and I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this right now their fellas wouldn't but that's not the point is that this has been going on for so long and that I think someone put it well I saw it there earlier on online that uh, they said like it's not all men but it is mostly men doing these things if not all the time you know um, and I suppose that speaks as, as a male issue as well so what I would say anyway just think of like little things that can lead to violence against women Think of the fact that, you know, I suppose, the way the way people speak about things, um, fucking going all wrong here with this. I have great points, but I can never fucking put them into the way I want to say it. Uh, that's like, if, so if, if fellas are, are behaving in a certain way, it does lead to this kind of, and I know now there's fellas, I'm sure like it's not, but look. I'm only gonna just speak out from what I've seen, lads. I'm not trying to be on anyone's side here, and I'm trying to be like, just it's call what it is. Like, um, there is issues in male behaviour, and that has led to a lot of violence against women, and that's that's horrible, and that's disgusting, and that needs to change. You know, um, I suppose the bottom line, really, I want to say as well is that look, it's very sad what happened to Ashley Murphy, and how young she was. And it's awful for her family what they must be going through. What do you know? But uh, as well as that, that's the personal case of it. But also, there's a lot of uh, young girls in Ireland at the moment, or young women, that are afraid and living in fear. And that's not that's nothing new. Of course, it's not. That's not anything new. But I suppose the only part of it that's new is that this happened in broad daylight at four o'clock in the afternoon. And. I suppose that's probably what the new thing is, and that's terrible, and that's shite. So I suppose the only thing I can say on my part is, if you see bad behaviour, call it out, like, just be sound, like, I mean, I know you can, look, you can say, oh, well, I don't do it, and you don't, and that's, you don't deserve a medal for that, that's the bare minimum you can do, is don't do these things, do you know what I mean, just don't attack people, like, but I suppose if you're working with lads and they're, I don't know, they're making comments, or whatever, as as people do. I mean, look, 
I probably thought for years that that was very harmless fun or whatever, or that was only a bit of a laugh. It's not really, look. And I know it's very hard to call people. You don't have to be a dick about it, like. Just be sound. You can call someone out in a way where you're, you know, just trying to even help them understand, you know. And uh, that's that's kind of all I can say, really. If I if I sounded very fucking not with it there, I'm sorry if <laughs> anybody, but I just said... I was, I was even kind of debating doing it. Look... Another way you could help is share things on social media. That's not my way, personally. So, I know people will disagree with me about that. That's just not my way of doing things. I use my social media for my comedy. I'm sorry, I know I probably should use it to highlight, you know, social issues as well. But that's just not my way. If it's your way, that's dead right. You probably are right, because social media is a great way to reach people. I'm using this podcast. I know it's mostly lads listen to this, really, to be honest with you. And that's kind of why I'm doing this. Because, um, as I was only saying there a while ago, like, fellas tend to only listen about issues like this when another fella's saying it. Like, if a girl, or, I'm sorry, that's the wrong fucking way to say it. If a young woman is saying it to somebody, that's definitely not, they're not going to listen because they think it's a case where they're probably exaggerating or emotional or whatever, which is, which is completely wrong. It's terrible that they think that that's, that's another issue. So look, that's all I'm going to give anyway about that, but uh, it's an awful tragedy and it's terrible that it's happened to another um, to another young uh, woman again and it's awful and that's all I can say about that, really. Um, I suppose what, like, what's your two cents on that, really, I suppose? Um, well, of course, it's a horrible thing that happened and unfortunately it's not the first time and I don't think it's gonna be the last and even if we are trying like we try throughout the years to um, kind of um, make more people aware that this is a problem um, that there is an issue there and I think to be honest, the issue is also in the society we live in. If these things are happening and are happening very, very um, commonly towards women, there is a reason. And I don't know, I think that a lot of men have this problem. Well, I don't want to, to say like a lot of men because I don't know how many exactly. Um, but all the men that did this wrong things, of course, have a problem in their head for how they grew up or what they were taught. And that's, that's the result, basically. So I think that if we can make the society better we could raise better people as well yeah and i suppose it has to start with how you raise your own kids and stuff you know um and like look i mean i was always raised to be very respectful of women I, I, you know i was and that's that's just me personally i can't i can't speak for everybody but there is i mean it has to come from you know a previous generation of as well. I mean, look, things have gotten 
I don't know, is it fair to say, really, when you see things like this happening today, is it safe to say things have gotten better, really? I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit pessimistic there, but... I don't know, really. I suppose you have to... I, like, like would you... Like you're, you're not from here. You're from Italy, obviously. Yeah. But, like, is it any better in Italy, like, or do you think it's worse? Um, or is that I, something you know? I don't know. I always felt like it was worse. Uh, in Italy, I'm from a small town, like, so it's not, of course, it's not as um, unsafe, as you say, um, as maybe bigger uh, cities, but mm. I think that I've always sell, like, I've always felt um, safer here, going around alone, and I did that, like, I, I, a lot of times I've been out, um, alone for different reasons because there was no one around because I had to go somewhere um, even like in the night you know because yeah. I was coming from Italy with a flight that was a, like at a strange hour you know yeah and to be honest I feel I usually feel safer here in Ireland than in Italy mm -hmm. like as a comparison um, like, even in Cork City, it's a big city, okay? I feel safer than in the same city in Italy, I think. Right. Um, like, of course, hearing these things, um, like, I compare the situation because in Italy, we hear these things every day or multiple, mm. multiple like, times a day. So that's why I feel, I think that's why I feel safer here. Because it's not like it's as common. Um, it's also a smaller country, so maybe that's why as well. Yeah. But it's such a common thing to hear every day in the news in Italy. Um, so when I came here, I saw the difference. Mm. In the news, especially, you know, the difference of what you hear in the news here and what you hear in Italy. Yeah. You know. You were saying before to me that uh, femicide is a massive issue in Italy. Now, there is a yeah. bigger population and all that. Now, that doesn't excuse it. Like, I'm just saying. But, like, femicide is a very common thing to hear about in Italy. Like, yeah. why do you think that is, though? Like? Um, I think that we kind of are maybe still um, a more misogynistic society, you know, a bit more behind, um, getting better, but still behind in that, um, in that issue. Yeah. I see, I, like, knowing people from Italy and comparing the people that I got to know here, I think it's safe to say that um, Italy could like be a bit like more misogynistic than Ireland, from like what I could yeah. see anyway, and I could experience. No, of course we're not trying to highlight. Like I mean, it, this was an Irish issue. This isn't an Italian issue, <laughs> obviously. Like, but I suppose it's just a comparison to know what it it is a worldwide issue as well. Um, no, but I, I suppose, look, again, like, I, I can't speak about this, but I mean, like, so, like, I think the attitude is wrong, is that, like, people are telling women to behave in a certain way when they're out, mm -hmm. 
as in like you know carry your keys in your hand or um, I've seen there you know like obviously the famous one is cover up more so you're not revealing yourself too much or whatever yeah that kind of crack and um, the issue um, comes from why why is like you I mean this shouldn't be what you're highlighting though you should be highlighting yeah why people why are they being attacked that's no yeah yeah now there it's a very um common thing of like hearing women saying why do i have to cover up when you can educate your sons you know yeah that's true like yeah definitely it is definitely true yeah um yeah and that's and that's that's what it is and look again what happened today is terrible, but unfortunately it's nothing new, do you know? It's something that's been happening for years now, um, and it's, I suppose, like, as you say, it's, it's gotten, um, it's, it, it, I suppose, possibly, no, well, not possibly, did, actually, we've seen the evidence for this, um, uh, violence against women has gotten worse during the pandemic, because people have been forced to be around each other more. That's not, again, that sounds like I'm yeah. defending it. It's not. It's um like abuse. It's a means uh, to domestic abuse. Yeah, it's know? circumstance, unfortunately. But um, that's another thing. Domestic abuse has gone up. But like another thing, I kind of wanted to highlight there because apparently the gentleman who did it, who attacked this girl and killed her, is um is a Romanian national, apparently, right? That's that's what I heard, anyway, according... Um, I could be wrong about that, so just correct me on that if I'm wrong. But it's just... It was a foreign national anyway. But the issue I have there, just wanted to highlight this as well, because it's something I think always comes about when there's an attack like this, is I've seen a lot of comments on articles about the um, incident that uh, people are saying, like, why are the government letting these violent uh, foreigners into our country and all this, right? And... Look, I'm not defending this fella by any means, of course not. But is it fair to go and attack Romanians or any foreign nationals, anybody who just happens no. to be living in Ireland over the fact... Like, I mean, to anybody who's saying that, how would you feel if an Irish fella killed a girl, a girl in England and people are saying, why are they letting Irish people into the country cause trouble? As if it's Irish. The reason he did this is because he's Irish. And that's it- something as well, like, you know? It seems like it's kind of a thing of, like, I'm distracting you from the real problem saying that it's not from here. Yeah. And that's so wrong in so many ways as well. Because you should be tackling the real problem here, Mm. the real issue. And look, as you said, look to any fella who is willing to call out this behaviour. That's what you should be doing anyway. Like, I'm not saying they should be held on a pedestal or some sort of hero. But... At the same time, you are doing the right thing if you're calling out this stuff. Do you know what I mean? If you are, because it's... And look, as a fella, I can I can actually... I'm going, like, a lot of people mightn't like this because this isn't the real issue. But I do understand it is hard to call out things like this. It is. It is very, very hard because I grew up with lads. Like, I, do you know what I mean? And if you do anything different, you're gay or you're this, that and the other. Do you know what I mean? That's just the way it is. You're called a faggot. You're called all sorts of things just happens like if you try to call if you try to be anyway different really and that's mm-hmm. that's not me i'm not even that kind of i'm not a minority i'm fucking the bog standard man like i'm straight white fucking irish fella like i mean i'm not i'm not a fella who's ever been a victim of any sort of uh um discrimination or any kind of thing but i'm just i do see what it is like i i, I take it for what it is and that's what people do and i suppose look that's all they can really kind of um 
all I can say on that anyway is that it does start with um, with uh, negative male behaviour. Really, is all I can say. That's 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 all I can say on it anyway. Really, do you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, like um, so yeah, that's kind of it. Look, I suppose we're. I said I was going. I was kind of debating whether to talk about it or not. But I think it is important that we talk about these things and call them out for what they are. So. I again, I'm I'm. I do feel very, very uh, sorry for anybody who's, you know, seeing this this morning as they have for a long time and are living in fear. That's absolutely terrible that you have to feel that way. It is terrible. Um, so I suppose not on a lighter note, on a more kind of a, um, well, not really lighter, I suppose. It's more of an existential thing, but... We were um, we were watching that movie Don't Look Up uh, recently. So this is actually the main theme of this podcast. Um, so for anybody who hasn't seen it, will you explain the plot of it so basically? What it is? Um, so the plot of this movie is um, there are two uh, scientists um that find out there is a comet, um, well, they discover a comet, um, and of course it's a really important discovery, but then doing some calculation, they find out that it's, um, it's going straight towards Earth, and they do some more calculation to see how big it is, you know, and it's like the results are of course that it's going to be a catastrophic um events for earth that can um end humanity on earth and basically what you see in this movie is um, unfortunately i think it's realistic because what's really um, frightening is how people react to this. Not the normal people, not like the population. More how people in charge, uh, they can actually do something, react. And instead of thinking about um, people's lives um, and saving them, they first think about maybe bureaucracy or money yeah yeah no that's true I, I thought sorry I thought you'd another point to make there no like yeah no that's but this is it like is that um, so basically for anybody who hasn't gotten the who has watched the movie and still hasn't gotten the underlying messages that they're talking about the climate emergency and um the world is burning, basically, and no one's doing anything about it, you know. This has been going on mm -hmm. for years, like, and uh, I suppose the people who could have changed it at this stage, in my opinion, we're all fucked and we're all going to die, but that's, maybe I'm just being negative there. But, um, <laughs> maybe that's a, there's a nice little thing for you. This is going out on a Friday. Um, no, but, like, I think the people who could have made a difference over the years haven't, do you know? Yes. Because they were too worried about being re-elected or getting money for companies. Like, 
At the end of the day, lads, the world is run by businesses. Like this, we let this happen. Like it's, it, you know, just let you know. Like I think what it's very sad at this point is that we are too far to change something as individuals. Yeah. At this point, unfortunately, the only people that we can rely on are people that own big industries. Yeah. People in charge. And as I was saying before, like, the movie shows, it doesn't seem like it's really, like, um, how would you say, um, comforting, yeah. relying on these people, or hopeful. Um, because at this point, on this climate emergency, there was actually... Um, just uh, announced that there is a climate emergency from the UN. Uh, like I think a couple of days ago, they were we are in a climate emergency. Yeah. Um, like I think the only way would be to force to make laws to force these big industries to uh, lower their um, carbon emissions. Yeah, carbon yeah. emissions, and. I think that the switching from fossil fuels um, have to be um, like a necessity at this point. It should have been, I think, like, I think we should have done it years ago. Like fossil fuels are anyway going to finish at one point. Yeah. Uh, we already knew that we knew since we used them basically. It's not a renewable source of energy. So, of course, it's going to um, disappear one day when you can't get more. Yeah. Um, but we also know that it's very bad, not only for the environment, but for our health. Mm. Um, because we are um, we're breathing a polluted air. Yeah. Um, and that's giving us health problems we're like i think everyone is aware of that yeah. but apparently it's not enough not not even that's enough to make a change because there are people that are um um earning money from that yeah well that's always going to be the way i mean like money will always be winning like that's kind of just the way it is i'm not saying as in like that's good like oh go money i'm not saying like that I just think, like, this, people care more about... Not people in general, but I think, as a whole, I think we care more about what we can get into our own pockets than how we can save the planet. But what people don't realise is that no matter how much money you have, if you've no plan to live on, there's no point having all that money. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't. I actually don't understand this obsession for money. I think the money come and go, and of course you need money because of the society we live in. Um... And unfortunately, it is run um, by people with money. Um, but I don't understand when money became more important than humans. Yeah. I think it was around the um, 1800s there, I'd say. There was an old um, industrial revolution happened. And I think that kind of just made people go, yeah, fucking money. I know, like, it was happening for years before that. But... Um, no, like, uh, it is kind of, 
fucked up really but I don't know like well I'd say to anybody if you're a bit um, if you're a bit suffering from any sort of existential um, mental health problems or anything or a bit you know pessimistic about humanity I'd say don't watch this movie because it would just remind you too much of it really um, but what I would say is that like I don't know. Are we ever going? Are we going to change anything? Like, I mean, companies can come out, like Coca Cola or whoever, can come out and go, "Oh, look at our recycled bottles. We're changing the planet." But like, they're not really like they're probably still dumping everything into the oceans. You know all that kind of crap. Like that's called no, greenwashing. Yeah, there's no laws put in place to actually like to actually stop these corporations from polluting our planet. You know. That um, that would be the role that the UN would have in theory because the UN was um the UN are fucking useless though let's was be built for that though yeah. for human rights uh, like for like climate climate rights nowadays um as well um but unfortunately it's like you can't like they they can't beat people with money yeah. Because people with money have power in this world. And I don't think that's right. Yeah, and then you have, like, world leaders that don't believe in climate change. Like, don't believe in in basic science. Which is really, <laughs> like... I mean, like, it, it's fucked up when... Like, it's fellas like me that are nobodies who are trying to get a career in comedy who are talking about this. When on the general news, they're not going to mention any of this. You know what I mean? Like, for the most part, they'll say, like, oh, the planet's fucked. But they're not going to do anything about it, like, or anything, you know. And that's a bit messed up. I don't know. Like, how, when I hear people say that, like, oh, yeah, I'm a climate change denier. I don't think it's a choice. Like, I don't think it's a, it's not a political stance. It's more of a, that's what I don't get. It's not a divide. Like, it's not like. Any a social issue of like you know for example like abortion or gay marriage it's not like oh I support it or I don't no this mm-hmm. is happening this is right in front of you all the time if you only look at like how um how many uh, natural disasters have occurred over the last even fifteen years I think you can see this is not just naturally how the planet's supposed to be like but I think it was Louis C K made a joke about this before and he's obviously a controversial figure whatever the fuck but. Um, he had a great bit before about how, uh, like, most of the people who deny climate change and are anti-environmentalists and all this kind of stuff are Christians, like, really religious people who yeah. believe that God personally gave pe- human beings the planet. Okay. Like, if you got a, if you were given a gift of a planet, would you not have to look after it? Why wouldn't you have to look after it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, we're... Like destroying the soil to drill and create fossil fuels, that that is destroying like the soil and the oceans, you know. Mm. And it's well like proved as well. Yeah. But they just keep doing it because it's business. Um, even if this business is killing not only the planet, uh. But us as well. Um, like, all the people that get cancer. And, like, I mean, there are statistics there. And they're very clear. Yeah. 
about pollution uh, linked with cancer and um, like natural disasters linked with climate change and there are a lot of people that don't believe that mm. but if you if you see throughout history um, the number of natural disasters uh, you can see that as the climate gets worse we are having more natural disaster than before more powerful and more in number yeah so are we just like look at that and say oh no this was an accident um, it's not really we are well not we as common people but other people are causing this natural disaster to grow um, and there are still people that don't believe that even if there are like proofs there and statistics there's a good episode of the Blind Boy podcast for people who haven't, uh, uh, he's very popular obviously, but people who haven't seen or listened to the episode, um, it's called Why I Want to Fuck Captain Planet. Um, I'm not going to go into it really because it, you just listen to the episode, it's very good, but it's about this kind of thing. But he basically said something that I didn't know, but I'm fucking very upset after finding it out. Um, I told you this, that uh, uh, former US President Jimmy Carter, he's still alive actually, he's about 1995 I'd say. Um, he when he was elected president in 1977, so that's 45 years ago now. He when he was elected president, the first one of the first things he did was put solar panels on top of the White House, and it basically ran the electricity in the house. Mm -hmm. Like it, it powered everything. It it heated the water, all that kind of stuff. He did that, like these massive solar panels, because Jimmy Carter was um, a nuclear scientist during the war. So he obviously knew what he... He knew things. Like, he was mm -hmm. a smart guy. And he spoke to scientists about what was already starting at that stage, the climate change, and, uh, you know, what he, 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 he tried to talk to scientists about what we can do to make a difference. 45 and, years ago. Yeah, 45 years ago. When we should have made a change. When yeah. we should have been like, oh, shit, things are starting to change here. Let's try and do something. And he did. He tried to do something different. And he tried to, um, he actually wrote up a plan that I, I, I'm fairly, I could be wrong on this so someone can correct me. I'm fairly sure Congress rejected it, but it was a plan on how to convert um, our energy sources to, so to more renewable uh, energy sources, like, yeah. like you were talking about there, about fossil fuels and so forth. So that's what he was trying to do. Um, he lasted four years and lost the uh, the 1981 election mm -hmm. um, to Ronald Reagan, uh, famous Ronald Reagan. Um, and as soon as Ronald Reagan came in, he scrapped all of this, like got rid of the solar panels being like, this is ridiculous. And he started this whole thing of, um, you know, make America great again and all that. Trump wasn't the first guy to come up with that, just to let you know it was Reagan. Um, and he basically undid everything Jimmy Carter did wanted to do 45 years ago and I just think that's the most depressing fucking thing I've ever heard do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it's like you could argue that maybe people weren't as educated uh, as educated as now yeah. like we can't like we can know these things now while maybe back then like they didn't have the internet they had to rely on like uh, the paper 
on the news. Um, while nowadays we can get educated by ourselves and yeah. I think that's why there are more common people that are speaking about this and saying like why is no one doing anything and I think that's good yeah um, because now the common person can understand can like get to know like the issues by themselves and get educated um, so it's crazy that um, this happened 45 years ago and we are still at this point. Yeah. Like we did um, some like um, like steps towards it, you know? Yeah. But not enough as we saw, um, unfortunately. Um, the problem of the common person getting um, like this information is also that they can get the fake information yeah. and then argue about them. That's we have. That's why we have uh, people saying they do they, they deny the climate change because mm. they believe the fake information that they got from the internet and they don't have, I think, the skills to um, understand... That's a nice way of putting that, it. Um, ...that's not what's happening, yeah. you know? It's when I hear people say that, though, like, I'm a climate change denier. Good for you. Like, enjoy your planet burning around you so, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Like, I mean, fucking... I know, Bill Burr said it one time on a talk show where they were like... like I think it was Conan or something he was on. They were like, he's like, uh, you, you're, you're the climate change denier, aren't you? He's like, I'm not a climate change denier. I just think a lot of us should fucking die. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what really. Like, I mean, this, it's, it, we could go over it and over it again. Like, but this argument of like, like, for example, we have a thing in Ireland at the moment, which is a very big thing. And I work for one of those companies, so I can't really give out too much as was, but we have an awful lot of multinational corporations mm-hmm. in Ireland. Um, for example, uh, big massive factories like uh, Stryker that do medical devices. Um, I worked for a company through them. Uh, GE Healthcare, all that. In, in the town we live in, Carrie Tool, there's a big massive industrial estate with billions of euros worth of companies there that are employing thousands of people, up to about 20,000 people, I'd say. Same yeah. as Apple in Cork. And a lot of other different um, corporations around Ireland. Um, they're paying uh, I think like a zero point one percent tax or something. That's our law. We have that law in um in Ireland for corporations to create employment. And I get that scheme. I understand it mm-hmm. because we need that many people employed. I do understand that. And it's at a stage now where telling those boys to get the fuck out would leave thousands of people without jobs. But what I would say about that um is. The pollution they must be causing in this country is fucking disgusting, I'd say. But go on, anyway, sorry. Um, well, I don't think you should say to them to, like, get out of yeah. here. It's just that it's not as, like, let's close everyone and it's creating pollution. No, let's switch them to a more, um, like, the climate-friendly way of creating this stuff yeah now that we have the technology like we're yeah. we're very advanced um in technology like since 
I don't know, like we we are always progressing mm. in our technology, and I think we have the way to, um, like make these companies switch to a more um, climate friendly way of producing their stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, while we're on the subject, I wanted to run a quick ad for um, for uh, a, a, an, an enterprise that's running in Ireland at the moment, um, Wolfgang Reforest. So for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's, um, it's basically a thing that was set up where they have bought a plot of land and they're basically trying to reforest Ireland with some native uh, trees. So I bought you one of the trees for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. But Ireland, back before colonization, was basically a rainforest. And I was I was telling you this kind of the history of Ireland and how like when the British came to Ireland, they logged the whole place and took the, the timber for for what what's basically happening now for profit, like. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, a, a large number of wildlife died at the time and. Basically, you know, we don't have the same support for our ecosystem. So that's something that if you would like to buy somebody a gift of a tree or buy a tree for yourself, Christmas time really is the best time for it. But you can do it all year round. That's Wolfgang Reforest. So if you just go onto their website, um, Wolfgang, wolfgangreforest.ie, you'll see that you can buy a tree for somebody or buy a tree for yourself. It's only 20 quid, I think, or something. Something like that. I don't know. Sorry, that was the price of your Christmas <laughs> presents back up to it. But um, I got her something else as well, don't worry. <laughs> no, um, that's um, that's something as well to consider doing and, you know, to help out. And, and I think that's all you can do, really, is help out with the little things, isn't yeah. it? No, that's yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's what I try to do anyway. Um, because, like, maybe it doesn't mean much in like the bigger scale but it's something you know at least like help you're helping this organization that are trying to do something mm. for the better you know yeah um like this organization there are several organizations that um uh plant trees around the world yeah um you like, have a tree where you have trees now you have um i have <laughs> <laughs> i have a tree no two trees in um south america uh and i have one tree in africa uh this is another um what country in africa do you have it in? um i have the tree in uh jesus in Jesus? No, oh. I don't remember the country, but I have it. Like you can check on it, and they they send you updates. Yeah, yeah. Um, these trees are um also um, like for example, I have a mango tree, mm. and this uh, organization basically um when the tree is ready, they um they give it to a family, to a local family. And they can either use the fruit um, to feed like their family, or they can bring the fruit and sell it to the local markets. Um, yeah, so I think it's a really uh, good 
initiative anyway. I think definitely. And, I mean, there's so many wonderful um, woodland creatures that's lived in Ireland over the years and that still are here, but they're protected. Um, and it's amazing. We have so much wonderful wildlife in this country. And it's it's fantastic to see how they are in their natural environment. And if we, I'd love it if we got to a stage where Ireland was a lot more green. Like... I think it was actually, it was Blind Boy actually was on about, I've given him some plug on this podcast, he better give me something, um, where he was talking about how the, I, like, okay, so a big argument Irish people always present to people who, like we're talking here about um, climate action, a big argument Irish people always present is, but we only have a very small carbon footprint on the planet because we're so small, and that doesn't make much of a difference, and that might be true. If Ireland was the only country trying to make a difference, we'd say, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make a difference, necessarily. But our um, cultural footprint on the planet is huge. The Irish diaspora is massive. Around the world, you can't go anywhere in the world without Irish influence. Yeah. Like, just think of it, basically. We have two holidays that originated in Ireland that are still celebrated worldwide. Mm-hmm. In um, Sauna, or Halloween, as it's known, or um, St. Patrick's Day. So we have two massive things. We're a green nation. Why don't we go green? Like create an initiative where people around the world are like, Ireland, yeah, Irish, go green. As in save the planet. Yeah. I think that's something worth looking into. And I think if we... Look, the Irish government don't give a shit about this kind of thing. They started an initiative a few years ago to plant trees, but they weren't native Irish trees. So they're basically just fucking trying to make themselves look good or whatever, right? But at the same time... I'd love to see an organisation come together and try and do that. Try and create... Have Ireland as this mascot for environmental change. I think that would be unbelievable. Because we can do it. We've done so much as a nation to influence the world. Why don't we try and do it in a very, very positive way like this, you know? That's something we're thinking about anyway. Yeah, and like... Like planting trees doesn't even doesn't only mean that you're pen- planting trees and they're producing um, more oxygen and things like this, but also that they're creating they're recreating an ecosystem for the animals mm. that could go extinct. Uh, for example, instead of like getting a tree for my friend, I got uh, I adopted a, a Scottish wildcat. Yeah. Um, it's like an organization that is trying to um, prevent them to get extinct. Yeah. Um, so they're like uh, trying to preserve um, their the place where they live. It's a forest in Scotland. Yeah. And uh, because like with these um, forests um, come also like wildlife. Um, as we saw, like, the catastrophic result of big industries like Coca-Cola, um, that are wrecking the, um, um... The planet? Or the... No. Um... Ocean... <laughs> They're no. doing a lot of things. No, no, it's a forest in Brazil. Um, the big oh, the rainforest. The rainforest, sorry. It's <laughs> not that big forest there. No, I couldn't. Massive, yeah. I couldn't think of the name. Um, I reckon the rainforest and by cutting trees and like basically ma- making 
um, plantation and oil, I assume oil, not, palm, palm oil, yeah. for example. I, and I, yeah, the orangutans I, all had to like fled, and when there is no trees for them anymore, they're going to die. And I assume when Coca Cola are cutting down trees, they're not planting them after, like. <laughs> no. Ah, that's not sound of them at all, Christ. No, like, um, um, yeah, definitely. Not only Coca Cola, even to make Nutella, for example, um, or like other, a lot of big industries, they're wrecking the biggest forest in the world. Like, mm. it's not, it, like, um, like it's called the the lung of earth, you know, the rainforest. I prefer Pepsi anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not like it's not a big industry. I know. Air look, yeah, I suppose. And look, as I've said before, I mean, fucking, if it makes you feel better to boycott these industries, do. I'm not telling you to because... I'd look, I'm going to still drink coke every now and then if I want it. I'm going to be totally honest. But, you know, it is awful what what industries are doing. But you know what the worst one was? was um, Well, not the worst one, but it's up there. It's remember when the rainforest was on fire mm-hmm. and the president of Brazil was offered aid by other countries and he's like, we don't need your help and all this kind of... Like, you know, too proud to take or whatever. It's like, man... The, the lungs of the planet were burning. Would you fucking take some help for that? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Also, these wildfires are a result of climate change. Yeah. Still a natural disaster. And we saw how many we had just in the last couple of years. It's ridiculous, actually. Sure, even California last year went on fire. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that was scary. Imagine that. Even the region where I come from, um, Sardinia... It's like basically, like it has wildfires now every summer, basically. Yeah. Every single summer, and it wasn't like this before. It's very fuck off hot, alright. Yeah, no, look, I mean, we can't really say too much more on the whole thing. Um, I suppose all you can do really to people is just try and make little changes yourself to say it might not make a huge difference, lads, but it it's something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just make people aware, like, um, like the protests are, like, making these voices heard. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I think we'll call it a day there, will we? Mm-hmm. I think I'm all climated out. To be honest with you. <laughs> so, lads, thanks very much for listening. Um, I apologize if my, uh, you know. My little chat about what happened yesterday at the start was not articulated well, but look, I had to mention it, and I suppose, as I said, this is this is what the issues are. Um, look, thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Go on, Uh Thank you for listening, and it's always a pleasure to be in this podcast. And I hope to be back soon. Bye. <laughs> That's a duty.